Welcome to What in Gay Hell. I am your host, Sable, and I'm here to take you on a fabulous journey. Get ready for the first segment. Today is October 3rd, 2023, and I want to start out with the recent events. We gather to celebrate a historic moment in the political landscape of California and our nation as a whole. In a groundbreaking move, California Governor Gavin Newsom has chosen Democratic strategist LaFonza Butler to fill the Senate seat left vacant by the late Dianne Feinstein. This decision is not merely a political appointment, it's a symbol of progress, diversity, and inclusivity. Butler's appointment marks a significant milestone in our journey towards a more representative government. She becomes the first LGBTQ person of color to serve in the United States Senate, shattering a glass ceiling that has persisted for far too long. This momentous occasion brings hope and inspiration to marginalized communities across our nation. As LaFonza Butler steps into this role, she carries with her the torch of progress and inclusivity. She is breaking barriers and paving the way for future generations to believe that anyone, regardless of their background or identity, can rise to positions of power in our great nation. Governor Newsom's swift confirmation of this appointment demonstrates his unwavering commitment to diversity and representation in positions of power. By appointing a black woman to this seat, he sends a powerful message that our government should reflect the rich tapestry of our society. LaFonza Butler's impressive background speaks volumes about her qualifications for this esteemed position. As the leader of EMILY's List, she has dedicated herself to empowering and electing Democratic women who champion crucial issues such as abortion rights. Her experience in running a labor union and advising Vice President Kamala Harris' presidential campaign further solidify her expertise and dedication to public service. With Butler now set to serve the remainder of Feinstein's term, which concludes next year, there is no doubt that she will bring a fresh perspective and a strong voice to the Senate. Her appointment is a beacon of hope, signaling a new era of inclusivity and progress in our nation's political landscape. In closing, let us remember that today's event is not just about one individual's appointment to the Senate, it's about the ongoing journey towards a more equitable and representative democracy. LaFonza Butler's ascension to this role reminds us that the path to progress is paved with diversity, inclusivity, and a commitment to change. We look forward to witnessing the positive impact she will undoubtedly make in the Senate and the inspiration she will provide for generations to come. Let's discuss this matter. I think it's a good idea to appoint someone from a diverse background who understands the challenges faced by minority communities. This is important because having the same people in power for a long time has caused problems in our country's governance. It seems like the same individuals always hold positions of power in the Senate and the House of Representatives. I've reached a point where I find it difficult to support the re-election of these long-serving officials. I believe we need fresh perspectives and should stop electing people who are out of touch with our changing society. The fact that the person in question is not from the older generation is a positive sign, as it suggests a change from the usual way of doing things. Basically, it's time for both Democrats and Republicans to consider new voices and ideas to shape our nation's future. A hospital in Idaho will no longer provide maternity services, including labor and delivery. This means that the more than 9,000 residents of Sandpoint will have to travel about 46 miles to access the nearest labor and delivery care. The hospital stated that the closure of the obstetrics unit is due to the political climate in Idaho. They are concerned about the departure of highly regarded physicians and the difficulty in finding replacements. The hospital's board president expressed regret, saying they tried everything to avoid discontinuing these services but couldn't overcome their current challenges. The hospital also mentioned a decrease in the number of deliveries, with only 265 babies born last year. 
and a shortage of pediatricians for neonatal resuscitations and perinatal care. Despite reaching out to active and retired physicians, they couldn't find a permanent solution to fill these vacancies. The hospital plans to continue obstetric services until May 19th. Depending on staffing availability, they are no longer accepting new patients and are providing current patients with alternative referrals. This decision comes in the context of increasing restrictions on physicians in states with total abortion bans. There is a threat of legal consequences for performing abortions in violation of state law. Following the Supreme Court's decision to eliminate nationwide abortion rights established by Roe v. Wade in June, the recent developments, especially in red states, were predictable. And I believe many others have noticed this trend too. The issue at hand is the result of a complex interplay between political decisions and their consequences. It's important to acknowledge that the electorate in these states played a role in creating these circumstances. In my opinion, the main concern here is the right to make medical decisions, which should ideally be a private matter between the patient and their healthcare provider. It's disheartening to see personal freedoms being eroded. While some may see these events as a victory, I extend my best wishes to all those affected. To those who didn't support the Republican platform in these regions, I genuinely express my concern and hope for their well-being. The political landscape in these states seems to be in a state of turmoil and uncertainty, which can be distressing. And on a positive note. Star of Mean Girls Aaron Samuels, Jonathan Bennett. It's been 19 years since Jonathan Bennett became a breakout star in 2004's Mean Girls alongside Lindsay Lohan and Rachel McAdams, and we are happy to report that he still looks sexy, even when his hair isn't pushed back. In the last few years, Bennett has been hailed as the gay king of Christmas with his LGBTQ holiday movies for the Hallmark Channel. In 2023, Bennett is once again poised to bring us gay holiday joy with a new Hallmark movie titled Christmas on Cherry Lane which will feature Vincent Rodriguez III as his on-screen partner. As we officially enter spooky season and celebrate Mean Girls Day on October 3rd, there couldn't be a better time for Bennett to drop a new photo shoot where he appears dressed up as a boxing star and as a football player. And after taking a break for a few seasons, the actor is taking his place once again to host season 13 of Halloween Wars for the Food Network. So he's all about dressing up in costumes and living his full sports fantasy during this Halloween season. On other Mean Girls news, enough is enough, said Lindsay Lohan as she pleaded with David Letterman to spare her from the relentless humiliation on his show. But her heartfelt request fell on deaf ears. She couldn't bear the thought of being the butt of his jokes just for the sake of cheap laughs. It's time to put an end to this mean-spirited mockery. Poor Lilo, I hope one day she gets a break from all the nonsense. However this lady is not getting a break a video capturing a highly intense incident at a Walmart store in Mohegan Lake has garnered significant attention on social media platforms. Get ready for some jaw-dropping drama. In a video that has taken the internet by storm, a woman can be seen causing a ruckus while being handcuffed, passionately accusing Walmart of racial bias. Just listen to this craziness. You're not supposed to be recording. Yes, ma'am.
I love Walmart. Her voice echoes through the store at an ear-splitting volume, leaving everyone stunned. This video has been shared far and wide on social media, captivating audiences everywhere. But wait, there's more. The person who originally shared this explosive video eventually decided to walk away from the chaos, claiming they were simply bored. Can you believe it? The suspense is killing us. We're left wondering if the woman was later arrested and what charges she might be facing. Under New York law, assaulting a peace officer can land you a whopping 15 years behind bars. Talk about serious consequences. Moving on. So on TikTok get ready for some nail biting. Heart-pounding action as a TikToker takes on the ultimate challenge inspired by none other than the legendary Mr. Beast himself. In a recent episode of the TMG podcast, Mr. Beast unveiled a mind-blowing idea for a social media channel that revolves around the thrilling world of scratch-off tickets. Picture this. Our daring TikToker will stop at nothing until they hit the jackpot and become the ultimate lottery winner. From the very first upload, it's clear that this TikToker's journey is fueled by pure inspiration from Mr. Beast. Although the profile may not have garnered a massive number of views just yet, there's still plenty of time for viewers to jump on board and witness the exhilarating roller coaster ride of scratch off victories. Just listen to the video. Alright, so Mr. Beast here to try this. A video, like, you could start a channel just and just title it, uh, Buying Scratch Offs Until I Win the Lottery. Literally just name the channel that. Yeah. And then you just buy scratch off tickets, film you scratching them off, and you just do it until you win. Alright, Mr. Beast said it just gotta work. But hold on tight. Because this isn't the first time creators have gone to extreme lengths to catch Mr. Beast's attention. Earlier this year, a TikToker went viral for permanently etching Mr. Beast's name onto their body in a bold attempt to grab the attention of the YouTube sensation. It's clear that Mr. Beast's influence knows no bounds, and creators are willing to go to extraordinary lengths to be noticed by the master of generosity. But anyways, if you did not know, Vice the news media company the company has actively safeguarded its business ties with Saudi Arabia which is investing in Western media to enhance its image. Vice has been criticized for downplaying LGBTQ plus staff security concerns in Saudi Arabia while using vague reasons to block critical articles. This connection dates back to 2018 when Saudi Crown Prince MBS met with Vice's leadership to establish a media empire. Despite a brief suspension following journalist Jamal Khashoggi's murder, Vice continued collaborations with Saudi partners, including producing content and organizing events as TikTok user by the name of Navara Media says. Let's listen. I used to work for Vice, the media company once famed for its balls to the wall style of gonzo journalism. I'm in a presidential rally here in the Philippines. <laughs> I'm in Belgravia in West London. Which is now essentially a propaganda vehicle for Saudi Arabia. What the fuck? Let me explain. In 2018, Vice was struggling financially, and Saudi Arabia had a PR problem. Vice founder Shane Smith met Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman on a luxury yacht in the Red Sea. They discussed building an international media empire to remake the kingdom's image in the West. Vice then signed a contract with a Saudi publishing group to make a series of documentaries aimed at promoting Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia is going to adapt from the closed, conservative place it's known as. 
In 2020, Vice Media secretly organized a Saudi-sponsored music and culture festival in the desert. And this year, the company opened an office in Riyadh's new cultural district. Meanwhile, Vice's financial situation has gotten worse. In May, it filed for bankruptcy. I spoke to some journalists who are still working there, and things are pretty dire. The company's dealings with Saudi are now affecting its news output. It has repeatedly censored its own stories that are critical of Saudi Arabia, citing security concerns, including a report about a Saudi woman who was in prison for 30 years for protesting, and a documentary critical of Mohammed bin Salman, which Vice uploaded and then quickly removed. Last month, it scrapped a story about expatriate transgender Saudis who fear for their lives. And a former vice worker told me that the company had downplayed the risks to LGBTQ plus staff working in the country where homosexuality is illegal. Despite all of this, the Saudi arm of the company seems to be getting bigger and bigger. The company is advertising for loads of jobs in Riyadh. Vice Jax now has a large desk in the company's office in East London, which is really weird for the journalists working there. As one former vice staff member told me, Haters will hate. Now that we have established that Vice may have certain editorial biases, I would like to emphasize the importance of critical thinking and informed judgment. It is crucial to question everything you read. And here in today's information landscape, before accepting any information as truth, take the time to gather facts and form an informed opinion. Even when considering my own words. With that in mind, I would like to draw your attention to the following. Your phone will make a loud noise tomorrow unless you take action. FEMA and FCC will send an emergency alert to all cell phones on Wednesday, October 4th at 2.20 p.m. ET. This test will check how well FEMA can alert people of emergencies through cell phones. Your phone will make a loud noise tomorrow unless you do something. The government is testing a system to send emergency alerts to cell phones on October 4th at 2.20 Eastern Standard Time. If your phone is on and connected to a carrier, you will receive the alert. You cannot turn off your phone's ability to receive the alert, but you can avoid it by turning off your phone or putting it in airplane mode before the test. If you have a second phone or don't want to be disturbed, you should turn it off at 2.20 Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for listening. My name is Sable, and I appreciate your time and attention. I look forward to having you with us again next time. Take care.